fuel, baby. There's only two point guards. It's my favorite two point guards. It's Rod Strickland and Mark Jackson. Mm. That's before That's we. my dude. Yeah. Those are my only. Played us together, more. Those are my only. And I want I'm going to ask. Yeah, some don't, stuff the camera's about rolling. That. Because my thing, I'm, 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 I'm just really going to start. Like, I still remember when y'all played the Pistons, mm. right? Right? And y'all was in, and y'all was playing together, right? Wasn't y'all playing together back yes. then? Yeah. You, you was coming off the bench, uh -huh. I think, at, at uh -huh. that time. Uh -huh. It might have been your first year. I feel like that they never gave y'all a chance to develop as a small backcourt. Mm -hmm. And my thoughts was they might have been worried about the consistency of the jump shot with you and Mark. Okay. I can rock with that. Do you think that that's fair because they, because, mm. because they had Zeke and um, Dumars. Dumars was more of a knockdown shooter. Mm -hmm. Zeke had a good feathery jump shot off, off mm -hmm. the dribble. And I felt like that that's why they didn't keep y'all together. Well, I think back then, it just was never heard of. That's what I was going to say. Two point guards, they just weren't doing that. You know, mm -hmm. it was like point guard, two guard, small forward, power forward, center. Structure. Mm -hmm. So, like nowadays, they we could have done that. Definitely. You know, because I could have guarded the two guards, mm -hmm. Mark guard the point, or vice versa. Uh, and me and Mark, when we were on the court together, like we vibed. Yeah, yeah. We played them little three, five minute segments and we dishing it off like we were having fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just think it was before our time with that. Mm -hmm. And to be quite honest, I wish I would have been a little more patient. Like when I got drafted and Mark is there, you know, I didn't want to be drafted by the Knicks. Well, I didn't even, even know I was going to be drafted by the Knicks. But well, I had no, so I was told in the draft yeah. by my agent, I would go between seven and 15. Mm hmm told me in Seattle, if I was at 15, Seattle was going to take me. Yeah. So I'm thinking, no matter what, 15. So 15 comes, they don't take me. So now I'm pressed. Because mm. I had got a call from my, uh, my, my college coach, Joey Meyer, in the hotel that morning, that morning. And he told me I might be slipping. So he said Boston and L.A. spoke with him. So I'm like, you know, that was like back then they would have won two teams. So that's 24, 25, I think. And I'm like, man, I could slip to the second round. You know, what if they don't take me? So I was yeah. a little nervous. Mm -hmm. uh, but, shit, I just lost my <laughs> train of thought. You was and, talking about you didn't want to go to the Knicks. Right. So right. So uh, once the 15th pick went, all I saw next was like Houston. It might have been Utah. Uh, but it was all teams with point guards. And then the Knicks. So now I'm looking at the board, and I'm like, I'm in trouble. So when the Knicks came up, I remember one of the guys, one of the reporters, he leaned to me, he said, this is you. But I was confused. I'm like, this is me. Mark Jackson just was rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Yeah. Like, why they drafted me? And then the crowd, I don't know if y'all remember, the crowd was going nuts. They wanted Shelton Jones. I remember they wanted Shelton Jones. So Mark was there, and Mark's my guy. But they was there, I don't know, I, I might have... I thought they was like holding hands or kind of, you know, <laughs> with, you know, but they was like with yeah. each other. Yeah. You know, St. John's teammates, I get it. Uh, but then they called my name and the whole place booed me. And I'm like, man, I'm from New York. I get booed like this. We get picked by the next place because yeah. Mark was the rookie of the year. Right, and, and, and Shell Jones, and they probably like what they need me for. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was kind of a disappointment, but then I was excited because I was drafted. Mm. Uh but as soon as I got there, we got to it. The funny thing is the next day, Mark and I, we were playing against each other at City College. It just happened to work like this. Yeah. Man, we got out there that next day, man. That thing was crowded all down the street. And we went at each other that day. You know, we both probably had like 40-something, whatever. But it was, mm. you know. What's that, what's that like? Because you from uptown. and You from the Bronx? Yeah, up the, where he's uh, from, though. Okay. You know, they, they, they call it the star area, the star language. They, they big you up over there. So to be at City College, I know the Bronx and Harlem had to be going crazy, man. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, it was the city, you know, because I yeah. played everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, I was all, you know, the only, probably the only streetball tournament I really didn't play in was 155th. Rucker? Which probably sounds weird to y'all. Yeah, I played one game out there. What, what was? I didn't, and I, I hate this, like, I didn't like, I don't know. Fancy stuff, the throwing it off your head, throwing it between Even though your you legs, can do whatever. all of that? But you I was doing all of that naturally. No, I never, but I, you know, I'm not, I don't, 
You know, like if you're a New Yorker, right? Mm -hmm. You were born and bred just because you were there and a part of it. You were born and bred that like, I want to show you up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was a certain way. I'm going to show you up because I'm going to try to shake you or go by you. But I just had it like a guy having the ball, the crowd going crazy, and then I got to stand there one-on-one -on -one and guard him, you know, with all that. It just was weird to me. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like That's with all the, the utmost respect. It was just weird to me, and I just that that vibe just wasn't. I don't know. I just I just I couldn't like get with that vibe. Mm. I loved watching it because I went there all the time. So it's big. I, I don't it. want this to get misconstrued. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. Big utmost respect to street ballers. Mm -hmm. I, I I became an NBA player and who I was because of that. Because I had ball. to come out on these streets every day and play against all those guys, and those guys and everybody was competitive in New York. You know, New York was a little different back. Yeah, way different. Every time you stepped on the court, you know, you got a killer right in front of you. Mm -hmm. So that gave me my competitive edge, all that. So it's the utmost respect. If, if you had a choice to pick one, just one point guard that you could say that uh, epitomized the New York City lifestyle, who would you, and not yourself, take yourself right. out of it, who would your one pick be? And I know it's hard. I got a choice, and I just want to see if, if, no, if you I, think it's it. kind of like it came to me right away. Steph Marbury. Steph Marbury. Okay. That's who I was thinking. I thought you was going to say Pearl. Nah, Steph My Marbury. My bad, so Pearl. Oh. <laughs> so hold on. Oh, hold on. Come on. I'm, 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 I'm Marbury. I thought you was going to say Pearl. Hold on. Hold up. I made oh. Pearl because that was my idol. Mm. And that's so I would say Pearl and Steph. Yeah, okay, Pearl and Steph. I would say Pearl and Steph. Yes, okay. Pearl and Steph, like right away. So these two Brooklyn dudes, what 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 stands out about them that you would make them the cops? And then hold up, man, y'all done mess me up now, cause I'm forgetting one. Who? Oh my God, Kenny Anderson. 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 You know. Uh -huh. And then you got Nate Tiny Archibald. But yeah. let's just go back to the two Brooklyn guys. Like mm -hmm. I just like Pearl was everything to me. Mm. Like if if when Pearl passed, I looked at my video. I looked at his videos, and just reminiscing, and I saw me. You know, the way he got the ball, threw it out in the open court, the way he go around, you yeah, know, make layups yeah, around the defender, the in and out, cross, like that all, oh, that was Pearl. Like, I I idolized him and, like, I followed him around mm. trying to watch him. Now, Steph is just like, I just always felt like Steph was different. Mentality, game, jump shot, jump shot. athleticism, like, you know, the pedigree, the family. Like, I just thought... Steph was just different. Like, uh, I think Kenny Anderson was was different yeah. just as far as like on the court, like. The breakdown, the getting, speed. Breaking down. Yeah, breaking finesse. down speed, the yeah. finish. And then everybody was so drawn to him. Yeah. Uh, you know, but but then there's others. Like, I think Jamal Tinsley. I love Jamal Tinsley. I think he's one of the most underrated point guards. We don't talk about him enough in this city. They don't. I think because he went to Iowa State. Right? Iowa State. You know what I'm saying? And then he played for the Pacers. But tricky. So he didn't get his, like, New York just do as much as he should. How about Lloyd Daniels? Lloyd is different. If Lloyd didn't go through all the things he went through, We'll be talking about Lloyd. All time. All time. Hall of Famer. One of the greatest. He had the size, uh, the skill, the shooting, the mentality, the killer on the court. Yeah. He was, you know, I mean, he was 6'9". Six, 6'8". With the handle. 30-foot bankers. But there's so many New Yorkers like Mark. Like, I played with Mark Jackson. And I always respect Mark. And we had our little moments. He'll tell you, too. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I tried to fight him in practice. <laughs> Hold on, what? You got to speak on this. Come on. No, nah, it was just one not, of those days. It's just natural I was, shit. I was irritated. Uh, I think they were they were whipping on us that day. And I was just irritated. I wanted mm -hmm. to play. It was just a lot going on. And I just remember every time he tried to go off the ball screen, I just hit him, just knock him off the ball screen. Mm -hmm. and, but Mark is so, like, mature and professional that it ain't really phase him. And I think I was irritated because I couldn't phase him. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. I wound up getting kicked out of practice and all that. But Mark is like, you know, eyes behind his head, leader. Uh, you know, Mark, Mark was special. Uh, you know, Kenny Smith. And he speed, Kenny athleticism, the, the jump shot. He honed his game in to fit and win championships. It's, 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 it's so many. Skip, who, you know, 
who I have to give a lot of respect to because he was a street baller or considered that. And then he had to figure out how to go to college and then how to come into the pros and adapt. Be a pro. And, yeah. and be a pro, but have his swag. Mm-hmm. And I watched him in the beginning with Milwaukee, where it was a struggle. You know, I think it was George Carl. Yeah. Uh, so it was a struggle. And then all of a sudden, you see him in the finals, like competing, mm-hmm. you know, doing with his Orlando, thing. right? With oh, Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. So, and then he was in Houston. Like, you know, so I, like, I'm a New Yorker, so I respect all New Yorkers. That's uh, NBA players, street ballers. I'm not into the, like, Figuring out who's who, like I think we all did something special. And then the, the great Nate Tiny Archibald, who is my first pro, right? Because I walked mm-hmm. in Mitchell Gym, yeah. and Nate Tiny Archibald was from Patterson Projects, and he had his own court, like his own basket, the mm-hmm. little small basket where you had to, like, yeah, oh, oh, and oh, had oh, to go yeah, right yeah. in. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I watched him play. I watched his demeanor. Uh, so there's a lot of greats, and I know I'm speaking of point guards, but there's so many others. You know, as you built up in the league, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, so you didn't have time to probably pay attention, but when the Knicks and the Bulls were going at it and you and Mark are gone by then, you ever look and say, yeah, because yeah. I'm looking, I'm like, if they had them too, you know, I think y'all could have beat Jordan one of them series, or am I bugging ass? I, I, to me, it ain't even about... If they was beating Jordan just to have two New York boys yeah. representing the yeah. Knicks on the court competing, would have been would have been a totally. And different this ain't a slight to Doc Rivers or Derek no. Harper, or, but or even John Starks. John, it's yeah. Not, but Mark and Rod is two of the most beloved basketball players in, this town. in New York yeah. City, and he can't say it by himself. But his street ball, his legend has lasted many days of how he came to. Tournament games with his sneakers around his head. I know, you know what I'm saying? And come in, drop 30, and leave the park. That was his legend. Like, I'm like, not hanging around. Like, I'm going to drop 30 yeah. for work on y'all, and I'm going to leave the park. Like, you reflect on those? It seems like you do. Yeah, like. no, I do, because I wish, I wish I was more patient and probably even more professional. Because uh, I think if, if I would have stayed the course a little longer, I think they would have seen that me and Mark could play more. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, you can get another guard. You know, you can yeah. always mix and match. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do. I do. Because I think we would have been really, really good together if we had time. But I think my, my impatient self hurt that more than anything. Because I basically forced my way out. Yeah. I but didn't they trade team. Mark first, though? No, they traded me first. Trade him first. Oh, so this is, shit. Yeah. No, they traded Mark first. Well, well nah. I'm going to tell you why you thought that. And this is, the cr- this is the crazy part. They traded me for Mo Cheeks. And when they got Mo Cheeks, they sat Mark. Wow. So now Mark is sitting on the bench. I'm in San Antonio starting. But so why did you do that? What was the that? point? Right? So then that kind of was the, like the... Ending from the start of the ending for Mark, but that that was weird. Do you have any idea why they did that, or is it still no an unknown? I have no clue. I have no clue. It just shows how much they was ready to get rid of me. <laughs> 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 it, shows, it shows. It shows that mm-hmm. because they sat the guy who was, you know, starting was just rookie of the year. So it's like me and Mark's like union, and it was weird because it kind of. Kind of messed stuff up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, did you ever work one-on-one with um, the Kyrie? Did you give him your moves? No, no. And everybody, and I everybody always... say that. I always shy away from that because, no. Like, mm. Kyrie was coming up. I was hooping. I was in the league. So I was doing a lot of traveling and moving. And then I was in college coaching. But it's pops, you know, it's pops. Now, we came from something. You know, the way we played, our yeah. style. So all that, I'm sure he watched me play. Uh, and this is what I say to people, too. Like, if you watch me and you talk about layups, then you watch Kyrie and you talk about layups, I don't know if somebody actually teaches you those, teaches you those layups. That's more imagination. But I can't. I think you, you can do it if, if, if you see your godfather doing it on a regular basis. It, it seems like it's really possible to. But me. what I'm saying is, but that's imagination. I don't yeah. know if it's necessarily someone Boy. getting in the gym. You do this all the time, I'm but gonna, I'm sure it's pops because we grew up. Show it, 
finished our opposite hand. That's so, what we're saying. So I'm sure he got the bases, basics from his pops. And then conversations with his pops, I'm sure he's probably watched. It's like I watched Dr. J. Mm-hmm. I did reverse layups and all that because I wanted to be like Dr. J. I did finger rolls because George Gervin. No look passes because of magic. I mean, but the fact that you're his godfather and you're in the league, it's no different than even though Barry Bonds' father was in the league, Willie Mays seems to have an attachment yes, to him. That's his godfather. Was, he uh-huh. patented his game. So when we looked, it's just he's probably watching. He's like, that's my godfather. He in the league. And I'm that talented. We yeah, always look past our parents when, when, when we're some, younger for yeah, some reason. Yeah. But, but I think it's inspiration. It's, That's how I look at it. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. It's like me watching uh, Magic, Dr. J, and Gervin, mm-hmm. and Tiny Archibald. That's inspiration. And yeah, you see things, and things, you know, you, you add things to your game. Kyrie is like 10.0. You know, the things I did or what I could do, like, his is to another level. Like, it's, it's not even close. I remember at one time when he was coming out of high school and college, you know, everybody was kind of trying to compare him to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm taking it a little bit. I, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but after a while, once I saw him in college and then that first year in the NBA, I almost was embarrassed. Like, that ain't, that's different. That's different. That's different. You know, I remember because I told you I was traveling a lot. So I first, like, laid my eyes on him on the court, like, really like that, was at LeBron James camp. Damn, that's a long... Yeah, because I was traveling. Y'all got to understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hooping. I'm mm. moving. I'm coaching. And I remember calling his pops like, that's different. Mm. You know, I start seeing that and this. Ain't nobody doing that. That's different. And I knew, you know, I knew he was special from then. But as I watch him and, you know, just watch the... And I want to say growth, but shit, he was like that from high school. If you go watch his high school film. Oh, I saw his high school. Like, everything is the same. He's just bigger and, you know, oh, more that's, popular. That's it. But, like, he's been doing that forever. I mean, like, when, when they talk about him, they say, like, he's at least top three when it comes to handles. Who you got in your top five when it comes to handles, man? Yeah, so that's a... A tough one, but I'm gonna say this, and I'm not being a homie. Cause you got handles, man. Come yeah, on, bro. I'm not putting myself in it, but I'm gonna say this: I'm not being a homer. But I've watched the game since when I was a young kid. I remember the game from about point of sixty-six or so 77, 75. Like I remember guys. From my memory, from what I've seen, Kyrie's the most skilled player I've mm. ever seen. Now mm. people may argue that or what have you, but I'm talking about handling the ball, getting in the creases, Mm -hmm. laying the ball up, being able to shoot it, both hands, left hand. He he plays with his left hand like his right hand. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, Isaiah's up there. Isaiah. Steph, obviously, obviously is up there. But, like, skill-wise, doing it all, I don't know anyone better. But, if you start talking about, I'll say, uh, Kyrie, uh, uh, Isaiah, got to put Jay Crawford in there. Oh, uh, yeah. What about Kid? What about Kid? Who? Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Nah. He's just fast. So him. this is the thing about ball handling, I think. Sometimes we look at it, and I even do. You look at creativity, and then you give somebody that edge, right? Mm. But that's not necessarily, you know, like, for instance, with me, I'm going to get to wherever I want to get to. Mm. Right now, it may not look like the next one, mm-hmm. so people may gravitate to that and say yeah. that's like you know the fancy. So I guess even when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about guys who kind of got a little flair to it. Flair, because you're a New York point guard, so, yeah. so, 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 so you gotta have flair to it. Because one of the highlights they show, because I want it's a two part question, is you going and crossing Jordan the whole game, and they've always said, and Esso and I have gone back and forth. Does hand checking really work on somebody that's standing forward and dribbling versus dudes turning their back? Because you was in both eras yes. when the hand checking left. Please tell him about hand checking, Rob. With so dudes that can really dribble. But it's a difference, right? No, I'll tell you this. We had to be more deceptive and probably, yeah, we had to be more deceptive, right? Because let's say you got Derek Harper. And even Greg Anthony, he was tough. You got Lindsey Hunter, guys who put that arm on you and then stripped the ball from Mm -hmm. you. So when you played against those guys, you had to be able to get some distance. 
and then maneuver, or you got to go right by them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But them being able to come out and put their body on you, that makes a difference, mm-hmm. right? Like, I would love to play in this era now where you can't touch me mm-hmm. because we got touched all the time. You know, you pass the ball and run, boom, they hit Physical. you. I'm, I'm, you know, or you mm-hmm. got the ball, they up in you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it makes a difference. So, because I look at Kyrie, if I had to guard Kyrie, I, I want to get up on him. Mm-hmm. Right? But you might say, oh, you get up on him, he's going to. Nah. But if I can get up on you and put some body on you, I got a better chance. I, you got somebody coming at you and you don't put any, no physicality. Yeah. I remember playing against Boston. I remember Rick Pitino screaming out to Chauncey. Get up, get up on him, get up on him. And he just didn't want to give me any separation. Because if I get separation now, I can move him. <laughs> so being able to be physical makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Who was your favorite team? Man, I love playing for the Knicks that first year. Really? First year and a half, like with Mark, me, Mark, old Pat, Pat Gerald Wilkins, mm, Johnny Gerald Newman, Pete Myers, like the camaraderie of those young guys, and we were pressing. Shooting threes, I don't yeah. think people yeah, Patino, remember. Yeah, Patino started with the three-point yeah, shooting. Three we yeah. just didn't do it as much, obviously, as now. But he's the first one to shoot three. Yeah, definitely. So that team was fun. Uh, I love DC with C. Webb and Juwan, Calvin Chaney, Ben Wallace. You know, I thought they broke that up too soon. Uh, and then Portland was great with Clyde. I just caught them late. Yeah. I caught them after the playoff run. Yeah, and then Clyde got hurt and. You know, everything things, changed. Everything changed. What was the coach like? Like, well, back then, so I think now everything is kind of cookie cutter. You know, if you watch teams, everybody kind of plays the same offense mm. and even defense, you know? Same defense. Like everybody pushes everybody down to help rotation. Rotation, let him yeah. shoot. We want to get this shooter who has the lowest the percentage points. to shoot. So it's a lot of rotations, and, and the offense is similar too. Back then, you had like the Lakers who would run the ball. Denver would run the ball. But then you might have teams like Boston who run some time, but they have court offense. So you had different types of coaching styles. I don't think we have that many. Like, I think we have a lot of similar coaching styles now. Back then, you had different teams and different looks. So you prepared differently for different teams. Like Pat Riley, for instance, like defensively, he trapped everything. You know, you come off the ball screen, he's trapping and he's pre-rotating. And you knew that consistently. You know, other teams did things differently. But there's a lot of similarities now. Well, what does it feel like to be a starting point guard, stepping on the lack of floor right before they, you know, when the time is running down, right before the game about to start? Best feeling. That's what it was all about. Like, to be able to be in the locker room, get ready mentally, prepare, and you might be preparing for a stud, mm. but that preparation and then getting out on the court, preparing, seeing the crowd coming in, you know, just gearing yourself up. Mm. And then now you're on that bench and they get ready to call your name. Like, can't beat that, right? That's what you've been dreaming of. Now you're hearing it. Yeah. And everything was just about, like, the preparation and being focused to compete against that guy and that team, you know? One of the, one of the best things... When I first got drafted to the Knicks, Mark was the starter. So we always had these rotations. So Mark would come out at the end of the first quarter. I, I was subbing for him, three minutes, whatever, mm-hmm. four minutes. But I would always have the ball at the end of the quarter. And Rick Bettino would clear it out. So now I'm back in New York. I'm in Madison Square Garden. I got the ball at the top, top of the key. Mm-hmm. And Bettino's like... Clear it out. Let him go one-on-one. <laughs> Let him do his thing. Because it's like I'm back in the park. Mm-hmm. But I'm in the NBA. In the and garden. you telling me, clear it out. And the crowd is revving up because they're anticipating something. Couldn't get any better feeling than that. Any better feeling than that. You were part of a interesting moment that's like in all the NBA highlights. You was going for the layup and... Hakeem got that crazy block. You remember that, yeah, S? Yeah, uh-huh. You do too much research. No, I watched it. I, know. I, saw, I was like, know too much. I watched more. The reason I bought one, that was a crazy momentum, but I'm also tailing it down to, you know, Gilbert Arenas was going off on Hakeem, and I'm like, 
Does he not know who the F, like, can you talk about Dream? Because Dream Shake. Well, first of all, Dream was a bad dude. Uh, you know, he dominated. You know, he, he dominated. Every, he dominated a bunch of great centers. David yep. Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Shaq. But that play. Yo. So, and I knew he was athletic, right? We know. I played against him. I know. Mm -hmm. But I, I was feeling myself. Like, I got the steal. I, he ain't catching me way back there. Mm. So I put it on a little cool control, but I ain't see it. I'm <laughs> running big up. Aff. And and if you watch the end of it, the funny part is I tried to act like I got fouled. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> if you watch the end of it, like I'm on the field, you know what I'm saying? And that was more embarrassing. <laughs> but I ain't gonna lie. I tried to play, and I'm not like that. Like I'm one of them. I don't play those games. Mm -hmm. If I fall, I'm jumping up because I don't want you to think you hurt me. Mm -hmm. Mm. But I, I was I was so embarrassed on that one. <laughs> I, I, I look at that video. I, I watched me after the play. Uh, but yeah, Keem is a killer. And, and as far as Gil, and I don't like to get in because no, social know, media social, stuff. Yeah. I'm not getting myself into that. But I'm just one of those people. When it comes to the legends, I watch my mouth. Watch my mouth. Like I just feel like it's like if I saw Kevin Durant or I saw LeBron or I saw Magic or Dr. J, if they heard me speak about them on camera, like I want them to know I spoke about them with the utmost respect. Yeah. I don't want them to think I slighted them in any kind of way because, you know, and then I have a, I don't know, I have a problem like digging at people who had a better career than me. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? That's hard yeah, for me. Like, you had a better career than me, but I'm talking about crazy about too. Yeah, that's, that's hard for me. Yeah. That's hard for me to sit there. Like, like Kevin Durant is playing now. And, you know, people have criticized him about the Golden State thing and all that. For me, man, do what you got to do. Mm. You're a bad dude. You can say whatever you want. He's one of the greatest ever. Yeah. You know, seven foot, bring it up, point guard shooter. Can handle. You know, and people say all these things. I'm like, how do you do the grace like that? And how does like random people get to talk about greats like that? That's the part that, that like, that, and we just feed into it and keep it going. How dare you talk about Kevin Durant? Like, you could critique his game and whatever, but to say like, you know, he shouldn't have did this or that, like, it sounds crazy to me. So for me, like, if I saw Kevin Durant now and I'm sitting on his podcast, I don't want him to ever think I said anything disparaging about him because, like, the dude is one of the best ever. Mm -hmm. So who am I to kind of, but, you know, it comes down to TV and money and whatever. Hits. Yeah. Hits and all that. Popularity yeah. and clout. And we live in this disrespectful world now mm. where we think disrespect is like the new thing. Like it's, We that's just what, talked about that yeah. like Offset yesterday. Offset, yeah. Offset. I, I watch so much social media stuff, and it's amazing to me because I, I just listen to all the disrespect. But I know what it is mm -hmm. about making money. There you it's go. about clicks, but for me, I just don't. I'm I'm old school, so like I don't know. I'm because when he was to... like, when he was like, "Yo, niggas is wasting money, paying Dream," and I remember Kobe trained with him. You saw the moves. LeBron trained with him, and whatever Giannis, Tracy could, McGrady, tra they trained with him. People, but train you pay for, for what you work. want. You pay for what you want. But so, whatever Giannis could learn from him. But you pay for what you want. If you think, if I thought that was important for me mm -hmm. at that moment. You might pay extra, you know? That's Akeem Olajuwon. His greatness is allowing him to do that. Yeah. If you don't want it, you don't have to pay for it. But that's what he thinks of his time. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I'm just, when it comes to the legends, I can't. I just, I, I got to watch my mouth. <laughs> Can I ask you a handle question? He's going to laugh because, you know, I rocks with LeBron. And one of the criticism is they say he don't got no handle. Do you think that too, or like, or is he just? Yeah, he uh, yeah. It's a consensus thing. I don't know why people. Oh, yeah, handles are overrated. Yeah, <laughs> handles are overrated. Like, in the league now, like I said, you can't hold right because they used to do this hold and yeah. all that. You can't do that. Defenses are not. Who Pat Beverly, mm. and who else are picking guys up full court and harassing? Not many. I, I mean, I'm sure many. there's a few more. I can't think of Drew Holiday. Of the top of yeah, but no. But for can. the most part, it's not you done. You come up the court, and you start the offense, mm -hmm. or you go on the ball screen. They go sideways. There's no yeah. pressure at the point of attack. A lot of things choreographed, right? I come in, 
The ball screen is sending me to the sideline. I go in, I throw the throw little pass. Mm-hmm. You know, and you play from there. So no one's really digging in. So I don't look at I don't look at ball handling uh, as tightly as I used to. Because mm. I don't know. I mean, obviously you're gonna get better. You gotta learn how to handle the ball. But it's not. I don't think it's like back in the day. But they act like what's my man that play? I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. My man that played for the Celtics. Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. They act like that Jalen Brown not being able to really dribble with his left hand is the detriment is why they lost the series because he did get robbed a well, lot. Well, I, so to that point, mm-hmm. I think he should work on that. Okay. I think I mm-hmm. think he has a ball handling deficiency. Okay. And I think if he works on that, it'll be great. And yeah. Great because he can do it all. He can get to the cup, he shoot the ball. But there, I think he could tighten up his ball handling for sure. And there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of players like that. You know, he just has it in his hands so much. You could tell. You could tell, but there's some mm. players that are playing roles. So when they get the ball, all they got to do is get to a spot and pass. Did John you know? Stockton ha- have a left hand? Who? John Stockton. John Stockton had everything, if you ask me. Word. Like, I don't know, right? Too. So I don't know. But okay. you could be right. I don't know. But right? You went but up I'm against- saying he was efficient. He did what he's supposed to do, so it didn't I'm matter. I'm not saying you're wrong, uh-huh. but it's like Latrell Spearwell didn't dribble a lot with his left hand. He was nah. a bad dude. Clyde Drexler didn't dribble with his left hand. Everybody he was knows bad dude. Yeah. So, you but know. that's why they say that they think they couldn't last right now because they didn't dribble with their left hand. But why? That, that, no, that's what the consensus of these critics that we saying is like he couldn't survive in this dang game because yeah, but he that, can't dribble with his. But left that don't hand. make sense because. Or like again, you don't even have to dribble that much with your left hand, right? Because like I'm telling you, no one's like really into you, right? So I don't know what the difference would be from back then to now. Gotcha. It's not like they tightening up defense. Yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? If they were tightening up, and it's loose now. If anything, it's so loose I don't, now. why wouldn't he be able to to, you, to do that? You ever lost a big game because of the refs? Because I saw um the Tim Donahue thing. And how they said they froze out Iverson because he had um, threatened one of the refs, and they just kept calling carry. Now seeing that these dudes was really rigging the games for their betting purposes, you ever felt like, yo? Well, I can't co-sign that because I don't know that. We know about Donahue had his little yeah, instance, yeah. and I don't want to yeah. throw that around too hard. You're going to be careful. But uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. I do believe there was favoritism, yeah. you know, like mm. – you know, there was times you played the Chicago Bulls, right? Steve Kerr guarding me, Randy Brown, uh, Harper, you know, somebody. At the end of the game, now Jordan's guarding me. Well, now he's allowed to get up in you a little more. He's allowed to push you a little more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's just kind of like just, I mean, that's just how it was. I mean, I just saw a game with the Jets this weekend, off basketball topic, right? Mm-hmm. The ref that made the bad call on Sauce Gardner, right? When they said Sauce didn't touch the guy for the um the passing interference call, the ref took his ref shirt off and gave it to Pat Mahomes and got Pat Mahomes jersey and took a photo with it. Oh, that's wild. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The ref and the player? The ref, ref, at the end of the game, they have it. The ref, you know how how the ref takes off his black and white? Yeah. Pat Mahomes got a picture with the ref, and the ref got Pat Mahomes' jersey at the end of the Jets game. Imagine a ref doing it. Chris Green posted it. And I was like, that's wild. He was like, I know. That's wild. That's you, you won't see that. You won't see that in the NBA. That's what I'm saying. That's that favoritism. The referee took it off. How much? This might be a personal question. I'm not going to ask you how oh, much. Oh, good. How did you feel when you got your first check? And do y'all get, was you getting it weekly or monthly when you got drafted by the Knicks? First in the 15th. I don't know if I remember, but at some point in time, I was getting monthly. Okay. Uh, but understand this now, because you know all this money's out here right now. My first contract was a three-year contract for like one point three million. Mm. That's four hundred thousand. That's four hundred thousand and change per year. So maybe it was one one. It was like three and some change. Okay. So like, no. But let me <clears throat> let me go back. Okay. Out of that one one or something, I had like a hundred thousand deferred. That's what they were doing back then. So I had like 50,000 deferred to 2010, 
50,000 deferred to 2012. Yeah, no, for real. So my first year, I was making 275,000. The next year, it was like 325. Then it was three something. Mm-hmm. So those checks, I mean, for me though, those I, those, those I love the big them, checks, especially back but then. But in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. you know, like those checks were gone. Yeah, like that wasn't Bad. no money. Did, was you getting the sneaker endorsement money and all that? Type so I, of stuff I was too? with I was with Reebok, Reebok my first year, mm-hmm. right? But I was so unprofessional. <laughs> like I missed <laughs> the parents that they got. They got rid of me. Mm. And then the next year I was with Nike, and then I I was with Nike throughout my career. So was that a bigger check? No, there's no money. I, I think but I was. Hold on, hold on. He said, said that. You said, I don't think it was any money. I think I might have got fifty thousand from them, and then apparel, shoes. Yeah, it's a different ball game now. This, this the money game is different now. Mm. This is I know I knew this because if you agent through your agent through your agent. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, yeah, no, he's looking, he's like, damn. <laughs> he's over there stunned. Like, like, but what? if you think about it, 50, what am I, 57, that's, what's that, 37 years ago? That was good right? money, though. 30, that's the equivalent I mean, that's of 150, long, 200. That's a long that was time a lot ago, of money man. Back Different, then. you know, the money has changed so much now. You know, people can't even understand what was going on back then. When did you start to start coaching? Decide to coach? When did you, not even a head coach, just period. When, when was it, oh, like, where was you at when you say, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this shit, I'm going to move on or whatever, I'm going to start coaching now? Well, I'll say it to you like this. After my, wait, 17 years, after my 12th year. That's a lot of years, bro. After my 12th year, you could see the sliding. Mm. So, and I got to I gotta tell on myself a little bit. You know, if you look at my 12 years, you look at the numbers, you know, probably I was like 16.8. You had a 20 like eight year? point something dimes, about four rebounds, almost two steals in those, in that period. Mm. But because of my unprofessionalism and things, the last five years were tough because no one trusted me then, mm. right? So all the teams who ultimately picked me up, it was kind of like, Dad, we need a point guard. So like those last five years, I had to wait for teams to call me. So I probably wouldn't get to training camp. Okay. Team is 1-19, okay, let's go get Rod. Yeah, let's go get Rod. You but, know, team. But, but what was you doing so much, Rod, that they ain't trust you? I don't you know if I want to rehash it all, but. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you was in the streets, Rod. But yeah, like, you, you was know, a party animal. Yeah, you know, I hung out. Yeah. I did all that, you know. Uh, probably the professionalism, being on time. Mm. Uh, you know. Regular shit. I, I was one of those dudes, like, I don't want to get to the game too early. It's like you talked about me mm. going to the park. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to come to the game early because I don't know about all this stretching. I want to hoop. It's a New Yorker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, New Yorker. So, you know, when you're on and you're balling, it's all good. It's all good. But so, once you start hitting the slide a little bit, That's now you problem. looked at it different. It's like I was with the Wizards and I had a contract year coming up and I'm balling. But I'm also eating hot dogs and fries and popcorn before the game, right? But no one, it's all good. No one really said nothing. But as soon as I'm in that contract negotiations. You eating hot wow. dogs and popcorn. Now they're trying to kill that, me. That affected your money? But I'm still giving you 18 and 10. But I'm not sure about you because you might not be stable because you, you don't go. eat right. You're not taking care of yourself. Oh. You're partying. Oh. So I don't know. So you that know stigma what could just carry and, over. And to be quite honest, you know, as a grown man, once you out of it, you get it. Like I remember coaching and I was like, oh, I get it. I said, I might call a couple coaches and apologize. <laughs> like, mm. like, who's the coach you wanted to apologize? Nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> Come on, Patino. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of being a little sarcastic. <laughs> so like, don't, don't take me so serious. <laughs> Yo, Rod, did you call me? Nah, you bu- I, that was I'm a bug down. Nah, oh, oh, Yo, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, I'm just a little, a little sarcastic, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I called you by accident. But I understood it. Yeah. Okay. And when you're in it, and I don't think what people don't understand, like, and I always talk to people about habits, like mm. the habits you create. 
So when I was a young guy, like when I was 10 years old, my friends had to come upstairs and get me out the bed to go play the game. You know, when I went to high school, I didn't really go to school and do the work I was supposed to do. I went to Rice High School for a year and I had to do work. Yeah. Then I went to Truman, it was a public school. Yeah. Yeah. Then I had to go to Oak Hill Academy where I had to get my grades together. Then I did work. Then I went to college. Yeah. How'd you get to DePaul? Okay. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to okay, that. Right. But you start all these bad habits and you've gotten away with it forever. And then now you get in the league and you get this money and you got the fame and people seeing you and they expect you to be something different. They expect you to be buttoned up and professional and all that. But I was never that. So it was hard for me to ever get to that. And I don't know if I truly understood it until I was done. But I could hoop. So you give me the ball and you give me on the court, everybody's fine with me because I'm going to play the right way. I'm going to make everybody happy. Mm -hmm. But then you're doing all these unprofessional things around it. And at the time, you don't really understand what you're affecting. You know what I mean? Uh, so I always talk about that. Like, I, I just didn't have the habits, you know? But afterwards, I was able... Like even now, you know, like I was assistant coach in college, which I had to learn to be professional. I was about to ask you, no, how did you get a shot I'm in get college? To that. Because I'm going to get to that. <laughs> so I had to learn to be professional. Uh, and then, you know, I, I just worked in the NBA. You know, I was heading Team Ignite, mm. right? And then I'm here. So I was able to grow. So I was lucky because even John Calipari, I have to always respect him because he gave me the opportunity. At Memphis, right? At Memphis. But mm -hmm. he let me grow, too, because it wasn't perfect. You know I what I mean? I seeing you on the bench. I was like, Rod, coaching yeah. at Memphis? Well, no one thought I would coach. But you was there with, I don't with, even know. with Derek, Rose, right? Derrick Rose, mm -hmm. Tyreek Evans. Tyreek, um, yeah, wow. But I had to learn to be professional, and I had to, but Cal stuck with me. Uh, so I wound up coaching in college, uh, my last year in the league, I told my kids, I told them that I would, uh, I would, I would be done, mm. right? So when that year was over, I still wanted to play. So I don't know if I reached out to them or they reached out to me, but uh, uh, Sabonis, Avita Sabonis, Avita, play, yeah. played with me in Portland. I was gonna go play for him. He was gonna give me, you know, nice little paycheck. Uh, and he set it out for me. Like, I was supposed to come over there. They was having this big parade. We were going to travel preseason to play all these games. Mm. And the day I was supposed to leave, my kids came in the room. And I was hungover. But they came in the room, <laughs> and they were crying because I was leaving. And so when I got up, something didn't feel right. So I'll never forget, I went in the bathroom, shower, whatever, whatever. And my guy, Harvey Grant, called me. I don't even know if you remember this. But he was like, yo, and I forgot where, where where's Sabonis from? Lithuania or somewhere. Lithuania, yeah. Where from. He said, yo, and I ain't going to say exactly how he said it. He said, you going to Lithuania? And I was like, yeah. He said, man, you're going to hate it. The food is not, like he just started talking about Harvey, it. That's Horace's brother. Yeah, Horace yes, brother. but I'm saying it nicely. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I got off that phone, I called my guy because my guy was downstairs putting my bags in the car. Mm. I was like, I ain't going. Canceled last minute when the bags was in the car. He said he unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I ain't bad at it. Canceled just like that. What? And then you became a coach after canceled, that. So I canceled just like that. Yeah. But then I'm home. And now I'm like, what do I do? You bored? Right? Because I'm used to, no matter what. Moving and playing ball. I, whatever my day, even if I'm hanging out. So when I come in, I'm in that old, gym. Was moving, playing so ball. now I have no purpose. What mm. do I do? So I'm in the video room, lights out in the morning, kids going to school. And I'm feeling some kind of way. Like, what, what am I going to do? I called one of my guys said, I need a job. And that's how I got to Memphis. What? Yeah. I got to Memphis. He called Cal. Cal was like, oh, I like it. So I went to Memphis. My first year in Memphis, I made $1,000 a month for nine months. What you mean? No, take that back. $1,200. Yeah, that's $1,000. Yeah. You know why I'm telling you that? Because the next year I made 1000 Yeah. Because I, I had to take a position that was a lower position to get in. 
Mm. And this is why Cal is cold, because, you know, he probably said this, I'm going to see if he wants to do this. Got you. Right? About Cal. So the first, <laughs> when I first went to Memphis, That's wild, when man. I first got there, Cal had me and someone else going to his house to, to move his furniture. This straight out the league. But I knew at that time, like, to me, I, that's a test. Are you a wild nigga already? That's so, a test. So, so he want to see, see if, if you're going to be do. cool, if you're going to know mm -hmm. how to deal with this. But that goes to the, you know, you sometimes you got to be humble too. Mm -hmm. You got to get that humility to, you know. Yes. Well, what was it like coaching D. Rose and Tyreek Evans back-to-back -back rookie of the years? Man? man, it was like those two I always tell people, like, the best two young dudes, like, whatever you tell them, Mm -hmm. They on it. Like, I've never seen them out of character. Well, well I take that back. <laughs> One time, Tariq Evans, uh, you know, Cal is screaming, yelling. Uh, and Tariq was, I don't know, something happened. He got fouled and he, was got, he got to the foul line. And he looked over at Cal and he turned to him. He said, bitch asthma. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, Cal may remember this, may not, but I'm sitting right there. And from my point of view, Cal saw it and kind of turned the other way. Right? <laughs> but I'm giving you a little bit of genius of Cal, though. Because yeah. mm. his goal was to get him motivated. Yeah. Right? Mm. And that's one thing about Cal. Like, he ain't worried about all that. Right? Mm. He got him motivated, you know? Yeah. So, but they were, those were like two, Derrick Rose, they did anything you asked them to do. Uh... They were killers. Who played the backcourt with, with D Rose? There was another guy that was there. Was nice. He was nice, man. He had a Who big shot. Oh, uh, Chris Douglas Roberts. Chris I'm Douglas Roberts. Yeah, CDR. 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 I knew it was somebody. He played for Philly. He made it. He got, yeah. played for the Lakers too. Yeah. CDR. CDR was cold. Yeah, CDR. He was Chris cold. Had that herky jerky game. Yeah, he had that that left hand. Yo, when I used to play ball, I would be like, I do not want to check. One, one of them left hand. Like, but, he, but he's right hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's Yo. right handed. But he's he finishing it. Left, he yeah. finished crooked at the bucket and all types of wild shit. He not jumping, but he's going to finish at the bucket. Yeah. We spoke about Mark and Pat, but and you're in the coaching world. Can you give insight why they were getting frozen out in the coaching world? Like, for so many years, they had Pat as an assistant. They wouldn't give him no NBA jobs. And right. Now, Mark, they freezing we, we, him. We don't want to, I don't want to have to ask All right, if he about, says no, about no, Pat. I'm good. I'll okay. talk about him. Yeah, let's talk about him. No, I think Pat, I think it was the big man syndrome. Yeah. Like, I just don't know if they looked at Pat like a coach, unfortunately. Because mm -hmm. I don't see anything else. But John Thompson was a big I know, but I'm big. just, for some, but it wasn't many of those. I just, yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm just kind of guessing. Like, yeah. I don't know what else to think. Because when Jason Kidd retired, they gave him a job fast. Yeah. I don't but know. he's a point guard who's used to running the I team. Think they can relate That's a to different that. position. When you're a point guard, you're controlling the team. I mean, so when you're a coach, the point guard is an extension of the coach. I think they can relate to that more <laughs> Let me than ask, the big guy. Mm -hmm. This is just me being naive, and it shouldn't have anything to do and with Mark it. And Mark should be coaching, but... Yeah, Mark should be a coach. Well, they said Mark wants private planes and stuff like that. Well, that's the I rumor. I'm not, I'm not... I know he ain't going to say that. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Don't do that. It ain't me not saying that. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't believe that that's the BS. So sometimes stuff... The marketing about, I don't and promo. I, I know Mark pretty well. Mark, Mark is ready to do his job as long as he's being respected. I don't believe Mark's asking for more than anyone. I don't believe I, that. I wanted Mark to be the coach of the Knicks. I don't believe that. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm going to say this on camera and whoever, I, I know we got a good coach and, and we went in, but Mark should have been the coach of the Knicks long Point before blank. we had Thibodeau. And I think we got to be careful when we start talking about what other people say because mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff is wrong. Be, be, and yes. it's just out there. It's just thrown out there. Mm -hmm. Like Mark, 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 I know Mark. You know, Mark is... You know, Mark is about it, right? And you know, you got to deal with Mark a certain way. Like Mark is to be respected. Got yeah, you know. So I don't yeah. know if that's intimidating or whatever. That, but I don't. Yeah. I know for a fact he's not asking for no more than anyone Anybody else. else. And plus, he's shown that he can turn a team around. Mark put all that engine in those guys. And go to Mark state. gave Steph the Clay, confidence, Clay. Harrison Barnes, or whatever, and then Mark was a part of drafting those guys. And Mark, and Mark was part of their big marketing too, because Mark came out first and was like, "They the best two shooters right. around," and everybody was clowning. Everybody like, looked at him and, like, and, and, and Mark told them, 
they were a playoff team, how good they were. So, like, there's something to that. Now, they brought Steve Curran, and they say he may have brought more X's and O's to the game or whatever. I don't know all of that. But just think about it. If Mark stays longer, doesn't he, he progress? Of course. Doesn't he, he get wins, better? He wins a couple and of doesn't he get more players to be better? Yeah, yes. You know, just like Steve Curran with Warriors filled in other players. Well, Mark didn't get that chance. So, but he's shown what he can do. We got, I don't know. There's coaches out there who may not have done what Mark has done and can keep get, getting yep. that job. Like Mark proved he can move the needle. Definitely. Mm -hmm. This might be one of my final questions. Your favorite ball player ever and rapper. So Ooh. Magic Johnson. No, my bad. Dr. J and Magic Johnson. Yeah. Magic's my favorite role yeah. player, those too. Are, yeah, those my favorite are the point guards, Magic's my yes. favorite player of all those time. I'm the, not going to lie. Those are the top. Uh, well, if, then we can't be your favorite point guard because Magic's the ultimate point guard. Nah, <laughs> but Magic, for, for me, Magic was uh, was different because Magic could play center if he had he could, to. He yeah. Magic played power, power forward. Mm -hmm. He's sky-hooking yeah, through the yeah, lane. Yeah. He's running the point. Yeah. So y'all, to me, is the yeah, yeah, consummate yeah, yeah, point yeah, guard. Yeah, gotcha. You know what I'm uh, saying? The greatest rapper to me, I mean, is Jay-Z, man. Okay. I, I just want I mean, to know. I, I mean, for doing it so long, still being relevant, relevant, still putting out, well, I mean, his last album mm -hmm. was still good. Mm -hmm. But I like so many rappers, you know, Nas, LL back in the day. LL. You know, I like Meek Mill. Like, I'm a big Meek Mill fan. Like, I like Meek too. Yeah. yeah. I like, uh, but there's so many. I don't want to Rick Ross... Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm New York, LL. Oh, Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane. Like, I think he's, like, slept on and, you know, but there's so many. I'm sure I'm missing plenty, but Jay-Z is kind of the number one. one. I got just a couple. Oh, J. Cole. J. Cole. No, Cole, Ken, Cole. Yeah. What was, because you was drafted in the late 80s, so that means you got to play against Magic. What was that like, the first game against him? I wish my guy was here, Saeed was here. Mm -hmm. So my guy used to always tell me, he used to curse me out after the game, and he would say, stop fucking trying to get an autograph and play, because I was stunned for a while. Mm. That was my idol, Magic was it for me. I used to, when I was a kid, I'd go to the store, buy a tank top set, put number 32 on it, Magic, mm. and walk around the street with my ball with Magic mm. on my back. So once I finally got in the league and I played against him, and then Magic is like six eight six nine, so I was standing there like I couldn't get out of it. Mm. Like I was in a funk for like my first two years. Word. And I've never been like that with anyone else. But I was in a funk with Magic. I couldn't get out of it. And my dude would always tell me like, yo, stop trying to get his fucking autograph <laughs> and play. And it took me till we went to Hawaii I don't know if he had that announcement or what, but we went to Hawaii. It might have been the third year, and we were playing against Portland. Was playing against LA, and that was the year I loosened up. But it took me a minute. It took me a minute. Magic was—I don't even think he knows it, but like, Magic was that Magic and Dr. J. I got a chance to meet Dr. J in Orlando, Ooh, and I called my dude Sai, and uh, we was at the club. I called him. I'm Dr. J right here. I'm calling him. I said, yo, I'm standing next to Dr. J. I mean, so I just wanted him to know I'm in a club yeah. with Dr. J. Like those two, like that, that, that was, was it for you. Yeah. Who who who's a defender? Yeah, yeah. The defender you hated to see the most checking you. So many. You got GP. Yeah, Derek Harper. Derek Harper. G, GP was so different because he he had the like GP 6'4, strong. Long arms. Yeah, GP was uh what about Mookie Blaylock? They Mookie was tough. He's tough, man. Mookie, Derek Harper, GP. Uh, Stockton was tough, man. Because mm. you get by him and he smacked the ball mm -hmm. from you. It took me a couple years to, you know, get him off of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lindsey Hunter was tough. Lindsay really? Hunter. Oh, yeah. I because I he, he was a defensive player. Because he, he was, was quick, fast and strong. So he would get up on you again, yeah. put that hand on you. And Derek Harper used to do it. You know who else was tough? Greg Anthony. You don't he get credit feet, for that. Quick feet, and he was tough. Uh, you know, it was, it was a good defender, but it was kind of interesting, like Joe Dumas, because they used to wow. put him on me sometimes. Yeah. 
But he was he was interesting because he would follow me and, and, and ask me, am I all right? And I used to get mad at that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, you're doing that purposely, man. Like, you know, wow, you all right, Ron? You all right? Man, knock it off. You yeah. know? But, <laughs> but what was it like when you played against Jordan the first couple of times? Oh, I'm sorry. He should be in that category. And Pippen. Because they would, mm. so they would start off, it might be Kerr on me, it might be Randy Brown, DJ yeah. Armstrong. But at some point in time, and then when Harp came, they would put Ron Harp on Ron me. Harper was Because he would just gap me. So if what, does, I I mean, what does gap me mean? So he'll, he'll give me a couple of steps. So he'll play off me some. But he's long. What's Hop 6'6"? 6'6", 7". So long arm. So I'm more of a penetrator. So he gaps me. So now he's trying to get me to come and just pull shoot up. The, shoot the jump mm. shot. He's trying to stop me from getting in the paint. Mm -hmm. And Pip would do the same. Now Jordan would get all the way on me sometimes. Sometimes he'll gap me. But the other two would, would, would uh, gap me. So what I would do against them is give me the ball out of the, uh, from the inbounds because I want to get in transition. Because yeah, you, you want to get up and down the court. So yeah, you because they're going you. back. Yeah, uh-huh. Because if I'm going forehead of steam and you're going back, I'm going to get you most of the time. Mm. You know? He's on his heels. You're on your heels. So if I give you this. You in and out, you done. I give you this. As soon as I go this way, it's over. Yeah, but but yeah. have you seen that highlight reel of you? In playing for the Wizards, going crazy on Jordan, he lived it. Yeah, yeah but, only, but that, that's just different when he you see it. it. But I want to, but I want to be clear though. Like, yeah, the highlights is highlights. Obviously, and Jordan said it on video. Like I was one of the toughest players in the guard. Mm -hmm. But you know, you show highlights. You know, like Jordan is Jordan. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah, but Jordan had trouble with smaller guards. You know, because mm -hmm. if you coming at them fast and again in transition, it's a problem. You know. So I always, I take the credit, but you know, like. I mean, but Jordan said you one of the toughest, no, so I, there you go. Because you had the bip bip, that's what we said. Yeah, that. like, dog, that, that, that bip bip was crazy. Yo. But I can go full speed yes, with, with the bip bip. Exactly. So now I'm changing directions at you full speed. So it's only one reaction you can do. If I in and out you. It's done, it's done. done. People buy you, you here, and then I'm gone. Oh, you know what we talk about? Sham God with the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sham God. Yeah. I got one. I got, I got, I got one last one too. Wait, hold on. So, I'm done with this. Tell me about Jordan shit talking on the court. I don't people. I don't. I didn't hear that. Oh, oh, maybe because he had trouble guarding you. He, he you didn't want to. I never talked. So no one really spoke to me like that. You Bird, talk on the court at no, all. Bird never talked crazy to you. Well, he one time. <laughs> what did he say to you? No, I, I hit the ball from him or whatever, and he, he, uh, you know, the ball went out. He's like, you little shit. You know, but it wasn't... Yeah, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Yeah, Standard like, shit. But no one really talked to me like that because mm. I didn't talk to anybody. Like, you, I wouldn't engage with you if you spoke to me. Oh, wow. Mm. Like that, unless you said something disrespectful. Mm -hmm. But I never really talked. And Jordan... Jordan will try to humor you to relax you, too. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So when you say talk, I don't know if it's always like some... Move talking. Like, I'm going to get you or whatever. Uh -huh. Sometimes he sit there and want to laugh and joke with you and then to get Drop you relaxed. Yeah. And if you talk to him. That's a problem. He'll talk back. He came in the late 80s. There's a guy who also got drafted in the late 80s that's making headways. Deion Sanders, man. What's his impact been to you as a black man and as a coach, athlete, y'all around the same uh, I don't know, just Dion, just watching Dion from afar for, for years. I mean, he's mm -hmm. always had this power about him, mm -hmm. you know, even when he was playing. Like, he just, you know, he walks around with a swag. He's confident. You know, everybody's going to look up to that. Yeah. You know, like, he's super confident, but he moves the needle. I mean, since, I guess, Florida State since FS, to, yeah. to Colorado, every place he's gone, he's moved the needle. So there's something special about him. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what you want to say, how you intake what he says, there's something special about Deion Sanders because uh, every place he goes, he impacts it. Uh, so I look up to that because mm -hmm. I enjoy that. I enjoy watching him do what he do. I'm totally different. I couldn't, you know, I'm not as outgoing as he is. Mm -hmm. But I get it, you know. I get, I get the impact. I get that he walks in the door and his conversation you know, who he is, because I can guarantee you, wherever he goes, he's probably going to get more than anticipate, yeah. right? So if he goes and he's talking to a college president or whatever, when he walks in the door, everything rises. 
And that's not, everybody can't do that. So I respect that. Uh, I would love to just sit down with him one day and just hear him talk mm. about leadership, about what he's done, how he's done it. Uh, I mean, he's, he's one of the greatest. You know, he's done it as an athlete, and now he's doing it as a coach. Because, you know, when he played for the Yankees, no, you was, probably, you was gone from New I York by then. I didn't mention that. Yeah. He played for the Braves, too? Yeah. Right. So, Braves. like, he's, he's, I mean, and, and it's interesting watching people react to him, right? Even coaches, yeah. right? They can get out of character Wait. just because of who he is, right? Because all he's doing, he's being him. And now you get others out of character. Trying to compare or trying compete. Trying to compare and compete. Jordan or LeBron? I'm going to go with Jordan. Okay. Because that's my era, and I was there, witnessed it. I witnessed his greatness, but I witnessed the effect he had on players. And you even see the effect afterwards, how they talk about him, which mm -hmm. sometimes is weird. But <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I understand the effect. Yeah. Uh, but then you go to LeBron... And I got a, uh, my man Brandon Weems, who's LeBron's guy. He worked with me at Kentucky, and I never forget this. This LeBron was early in the in the in the, uh, his career, and we used to go back and forth because you know that's LeBron's guy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, stop playing, man. He's not better than MJ. But as the years have gone on, I'm like, dang, he's, he's very close. It's a it's an argument. He's there, bro. so it's an argument. It's, it's, an it's argument, without definitely. a doubt an argument. If you go by career. Like, you go by numbers, like numbers, LeBron, yeah. LeBron has LeBron. the better numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, Jordan won three championships in a row. Twice. Twice. You know, that's Twice. Twice. Mm -hmm. And think about if he wouldn't have sat out those two years, what could have happened? Let me ask you that. You, you and went... he was more, and I'm sorry, but. Yeah, go for it. And LeBron and MJ is just two different beings, too. Yeah. Like, MJ's a killer, killer. Give me the ball. I'll mm -hmm. shoot everything. I'm going to shoot. We're going to win this game through me. Now, if I got to give it up every now and then, cool. You know, I'm going to give yeah. it up. But give me the, the ball and get out the way. Well, LeBron is magic Jordan type. Now, you I know? always tell people that, bro. I say, I argue with him a lot. I be like, LeBron's supposed to be compared to magic, not Jordan. But because Jordan's the top dog and they want to make him the top dog, and Magic bowed out a long time ago when, when people used to say Magic was better than Jordan. When Magic said Jordan's better than me, he kind of put that to bed. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I feel like he gets overlooked for being at that top spot. So, so if you said LeBron was better, I'm cool with that. But you just made a point. I always think Magic should be in that conversation. Me too. And everybody greatest skips. player of all time. Yeah, so people mm -hmm. say Jordan. Yes. People say Jordan. They say LeBron. They stick Kobe in there, Kareem, yeah. mm -hmm. whatever. But think about Magic Johnson. At that time, six nine point guard. We've never seen that never. before. We he came out of college. Uh, the Lakers weren't good, right? Mm -hmm. They won a championship that first year, right? First year. Yes, first, year. first year. He yeah. Tip the center yes. at mm -hmm. the tip, mm -hmm. triple double or whatever they win. Yeah. yeah. So when you look at Giannis or Kevin Durant, all of them, that's the origin. Magic is the origin of these big guys playing out with the ball with flair. But but, but, so, but he wasn't doing all right, that. He but, wasn't, he, but still, yeah, but, he he, no, he no, wasn't no. back to the back. He was going even, up the break. It wasn't even that. It's what we're talking about. Inspiration. Yeah. So Starts guys started him. Then you got the. Pennies, the Grand Hills, and, and it's transferred to, you know, all these guys Lloyd we have Daniels now. But, but Magic started all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he won five championships, mm -hmm. right? He won Went MVP, to like seven, eight finals. He went to nine finals. Yeah. So, like, look at his. So why isn't he discussed in that? I think because he didn't score a lot. And, you know, people, you know, take scoring. If you notice, all the guys they name are scorers. Kobe, Kareem. If you even want to throw Wilt in there. LeBron, even though they say pass first player, he, he, he got a lot of buckets. He got a lot of buckets. He did. He's but if you look scorer. at the impact of Magic yeah. to the game and then, I mean, the statistics, and Magic is Magic, so he's going to say MJ. Yeah, and nah, I'm cool gonna, with that. Right. But I think he, he should always be in that discussion, in that little small circle. You said what would have happened if Jordan never retired those first two years. I say he gets seven rings. And the reason why, that second Rockets team that had Clyde, 
I don't think he can nah, beat that. Nah, the first Rocket team was better. The first Rocket he team played was against better. them. Both and, well, I'm gonna say, my, no, my for opinion, it, and I had dinner with Kenny Smith. Jay Gill's Kenny my Smith man. Kenny Smith gonna be mad at me for this. For Kenny, oh. Kenny, Kenny, you were supposed to be my mentor with this. We not gonna, we not gonna mention this, Kenny, because Kenny, I, I had Kenny, dinner with Kenny at Prime 112. Me, me and my wife and him and, and Jay Gill, straight up. Yeah. And I said, Kenny, Kenny was like, we still with the one or two rings. I said, Kenny. I just don't see how you was going to win the rings. And he talked to me about his book. I think he put his book out, right? I, I could say it. All right, because yeah. before his book came out, he told me I couldn't say this. He said, they drafted, I think him and Pippen came out the, the same year, something like that, right? And they drafted Pippen and didn't draft him. Yeah. And they could have drafted him because he, he had a chance to go to the Bulls. Mm -hmm. And he swears that if he would have went to the Bulls, they would have won the same rings. I said, they needed Scotty, bro. But yeah. what you was about to say, Rod, <laughs> No, you I played just, against Hakeem. Those, no, I, I think. He was in the I West. For me, the way Jordan was playing, the way that team was playing, it would have been tough for Houston to beat them. Uh, and when you say Clyde, like Clyde and Jordan already tangled, you know, Clyde yeah, Jordan. Yeah, but that team, that Bro. Second Rockets team that Bro. went in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say this. <laughs> that beat Shaq. That beat David Robinson. Talk about it. Let's go about it. Let's talk about the players. Let's talk about it. But yo, Jordan, you when, when Jordan left the first time, he was at his peak, bro. This wasn't the second it, it, Jordan. It, it, no, but, this was the first Jordan. But what I'm saying is even Jordan said out of his own mouth, yo, thank God they couldn't figure it out to make it to the finals. We, He always said that Rockets team... Was the sometimes you challenge. say that to give respect too, but I, okay, he's just talking fly. I'm not trying to because you know, I want no, no, Ken no, no, Smith no. and V Maxwell no, no. and all of yeah. <laughs> Yo, Vernon Maxwell, yo, what was but he like? I think it would have yeah. been tough. I think it would have been tough to that, be the that boy. first mic, bro. Bro, first mic was a killer, but everybody, but. nobody differentiates the first three rings from the second was, three rings. The first three rings was was crazy, right? Yeah. Jordan was not to be stopped the first three rings, bro. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? He won six, and then you got that in between. Like, what's the difference? Like, yeah, I think it would have been tough. I know Akeem and K. Smith and V. Max and all yeah. of them. Robert Ory. But what's the difference? I'm saying what, that team was just, they beat a lot of dudes. It would have been no interesting. Home court advantage. It would have been interesting. But, but, but you know why they had home court advantage? Because Jordan would have been on the floor. What would you do? This is my last question. I swear. I'm done. I swear it's my last one. You checked Jordan one on one before, I, I imagine, because you played in, in the East. Yeah. When you had him one on one and he had the ball, what's, what's, what's Rod Strickland's thoughts at nope. that time? <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Yo, bag fuel. Like, subscribe. <laughs> Super thanks. Thank God for Rod Strickland and sitting down if, with If you us. want to see more of Rod Strickland, make sure you go to them LIU home games, road Absolutely. games. Absolutely. We will be there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. Next time we come, we talk a little LIU. Oh. Oh, definitely. Because no, I, I got something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you later. I, I got some yeah, ideas you got for some things. Yeah. I got Ooh. some ideas for some things That's that, that it could revolve around that. That's and I, I actually want to do it with you. And Shaw, because Shaw's my best friend. Shaw's at Seton Hall, and you here. Oh, yeah. And we all black. I, I want to do it with y'all first of all. That'll work. Mm -hmm. That'll Definitely. work. Bad few Ross Strickland episode, basketball, Bleach Report. Pick it up. We out.